Welcome to Discovering Spirit Within. This is Reverend Deborah Phillips coming to you from Spiritual Life Center in Sacramento. And my guest, I don't know, I think she's going to be a permanent resident for about 12 weeks, but my guest today <laughs> is Donna Apodoni, who is well known for her work with CAP Radio as host of Morning Edition and CAP Radio Reads. She's also an interfaith minister who ordained in New York in 2009. She's a speaker at at least half a dozen congregations, and the t- teacher and designer of Transformation Path. And one of these days, we need to do uh, just a little podcast about the Transformation Path. But today, welcome, Donna. Thank you, Deborah. Nice to be here. So we're starting a series. Now, each one of these is going to be a standalone, but of course, we would encourage you to listen to the whole series. And they're based on a new thought uh, idea called the 12 powers of man. Now we're not calling it the 12 powers of man because we're more modern than that. (laughs) So we just took some ideas about what are some of our, our inner powers. So the 12 powers of the soul, and we're going to start out with faith. And I realized Donna that honestly, when I looked at the list, we are starting and ending with the two that are the hardest to talk about. We're going to start with faith and we're going to end with grace. Both of them are ephemeral and just so <laughs> difficult to talk about. So I guess I would ask you, what is your what is your idea of faith? That's a good place to start. And it's something that I've been asking myself for the whole few days that we've been talking about doing this series and starting with this topic. There's a fairly traditional answer, definition, that has to do with um, what is seen and what is unseen, and having that confidence in what is unseen. But there is so much more to it than that. When I think about faith, and when I think about how I define it, it has a lot to do with surrender. It has a lot to do with the I don't know because I don't feel like I can connect or or even try to understand what is unseen unless I get a lot out of the way. So surrender is a big part of it. And I also think in my case, there's an element of co-creation. There's an element of my saying, I want to be connected. Faith means to me that I want to be connected with spirit in such a way that I really feel the teamwork and I really feel like we're working together. And that gets me beyond any, um, apprehension that I might otherwise feel when faith feels too big for me just feeling that connection brings me back around to something that's more manageable and more realistic for me what does faith mean to you well you know I there there were two things that, that 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 came into my mind as you were talking about that so before I talk about what faith means to, to me, I wanted to say that the faith so often gives, uh, gives the people the message that you're relying on something completely outside you, the big, the dude on the cloud with the beard and the, 
whatever. And so faith, in, in that respect, really looking to the outside to, to help you and save you. And that's not the kind of faith that I, I live with. For me, faith is very much about co-creating. It's very much about this this being in this energy field we live in and working with it and trusting. I think whenever someone says something to me about faith, the word trust always comes up yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it's not... Again, it's not trusting that that some magical being from outside of me is going to make everything okay. It's somehow trusting that I am a part of the universe and the universe is a part of me. And it isn't, even though it doesn't seem like it right now, it's like, you know, it is an orderly universe. That's what I'm trying to say. It's an orderly universe. And um, if we trust, things will move the way that they need to, and um, we can have a part in that. It's not just left up to, to chance. We do have a part in that by our own consciousness and our own actions. I was thinking about the ways that we use the term faith, the word faith, the way we apply that concept to other parts of life. Like I was thinking, we have faith in science and doctors. We have faith in the airport taking off airplane taking off and landing and that we're going to be okay up in the air like that the faith we have in friends and family and just the continuity of life you know i i go to sleep every night with faith in the fact that i'm going to wake up the next morning eventually that won't be realistic you know there will be that time when it doesn't happen but that's you know we we do have faith in a continuation of some way though none of those are spiritual contexts but we use the term faith and when we lose faith you know i'm trying to think of people who i've known when i lose faith in a person have i lost faith with a capital F, have I lost my connection with the divine? If I lose faith in an individual? You know, there's so many ways that we try to use this word and this term and so many ways that we apply it in other parts of life that, you know, having had this conversation with you, I have to re-examine all of that. I have to explore once again what faith really means to me and how it applies to uh, to the spiritual part of my life and the other parts that feel less spiritual. I know they're all spiritual parts of my life, but the parts that feel a little bit less spiritual. I have to take a look at that all over again and see how I define it and how I use it. Yeah, and the other the other word that comes into this conversation is I think we often equate faith with belief. So faith mm -hmm. and trust and belief often kind of get put into the same pocket. And mm -hmm. they're, they, they're very similar, but they're also different. Because I can have faith that's going that something is going to work out really well, even though I kind of don't really believe it at the moment if that makes any sense at all. Mm -hmm. It's like right now, I just can't believe, I, I can't believe the last year and a half happened. 
Right. <laughs> and right. At, at the same time, I've always had faith that we would come through the COVID um, experience uh, probably stronger and better and changed. But believing it was a little bit difficult at some point. And so um, faith is that higher, maybe we could call it the higher vibration of belief. I don't know. But you can really get this twisted up if you work at it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, in that particular example, if we look at some of the things that happened in the COVID era, era, it makes, it helps me to understand how people who don't feel a spiritual element in their lives, what that feels like. As as I heard people talking about, is a certain vaccine going to work? Is one vaccine better than the other? Is any of that going to work? It's a lot like, do I believe in God? Do I think there's something divine out there? They were parallel enough that I could understand how people search for the spiritual element in their lives and are uncertain about it sometimes. It's just, it was close enough that I could appreciate that a little bit differently. Yeah, and for yeah, those you of know, us- you, you said trust. I also kept thinking of the word confidence. Like I am confident that things are going to work well, that the end result is going to be a good thing. That's In that particular context, it's a lot like faith. It's and a lot like trust, even though the the fine tuning of it might be a little bit different. But it's that same, um, yeah, I think everything's going to be okay. And, you know, I can do that. I can say, you know, I think everything's going to be okay and be very much in that. I don't really know that, but I think it, but there's this part inside of me, the part you know, we all have a part inside of us that's never been touched by the world that's in there. And if we can get to it, that's where I think the faith is, the knowing, the, 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 the real knowing that at a very, very deep level, there is something more than just us and our bodies. And that we will, you know, that will carry us through or uh, sustain us in, in many ways. You know, one of the words that, that uh, I found associated with faith is being steadfast. Yeah, yeah. You know, Steadfast is, boy, we're just defining all the words across our minds today, aren't, aren't we? Yeah. Steadfast, somebody used it the other day, and I thought, it sounds really strident. It does. I am steadfast. <laughs> but it doesn't really have to be that way. It just means I'm consistent. I'm not giving up. I'm sticking with this. But, you know, you just, I, I said earlier, that faith reminds me that I don't know. And you just now talked about the knowing. Maybe we should explore that knowing, not knowing thing just a little bit so it doesn't sound as if we're in conflict with ourselves and each other. (laughs) Well, for me, knowing is, it's just, it's just there. It's not anything I question. It's not, um, it's not anything that I have to think through. And there was an example is that there was a conversation was being had about, you know, when we start reopening things and should people wear masks and should, you know, all, and some people were going through every possible uh, legal definition or legal um, 
explanation of all the things we could and could not do when the, when the COVID masks were going to come off and we, businesses were going to open. And I found myself walking away from those conversations because I didn't need in that moment to have any more information because I knew deep down inside it was simply time. It was simply time to to move on. And that doesn't mean that um, I, I mean, I believe totally in everything that happened. And I, you know, I, I walked the path of um, being the safest I could. But it was simply time. And I knew that with every cell in my body. And I to me, that's what knowing is, is that um, uh, just there is no question. And it's not a belief. I mean, because I you know, I listened to everybody for a while and it became exhausting actually, but it was because my bones knew, you know, our bones know everything, right? <laughs> I know in my bones. Yeah. And I think that, I think that's where the knowing and the no, not knowing merge because knowing is something that we all have. That it's, I mean, it's almost a form of intuition, uh, it, not predicting something necessarily, but, but knowing. I, I know this in my bones. I know this. And the not knowing actually runs parallel to that with, for me. It's the part of me that says, get your logic out of the way for just a minute so that you can tune in to what you truly know. So that's where the knowing and the not, not knowing, knowing balance. Yeah. They're not in conflict at all. They're not opposites of each other at all. They're just a way of moving one out of the way so that we can get to the other one. Exactly. I mean, one of the one of the greatest things you can do for yourself is to say, I don't know. Yeah. Because as soon as you say, I don't know, you've released that. And you, 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 you open up to what you can know or, or new, maybe it's just, it opens you up to a, it opens up a new channel. As soon as I don't know is, is, is exclaimed, it's like, oh yes, but here, look. So yeah, I mean, knowing and not knowing and the inner knowing is just something that, you know, we have, but a lot of people don't recognize as well. And maybe some people call that knowing faith. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and the other thing about faith, I mean, we use the word faith, anybody, if you say they're a person of faith, you are usually referring to someone who is goes to church and, and follows a specific religion. And of course, that's not what we're really talking about today. We're talking about this inner power we have to be sustained. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about faith on a soul level rather mm-hmm. than on a dogma level. So it's not religion as much as it is that knowing that isn't categorized, that can't be defined very well. I started putting together a, a, a sort of a, what does this look like for me? Not really a process, but but trying to trying to put a little bit of definition for the purpose of this conversation in this podcast on, on how I understand faith and my role in it. So let's see how this plays out. First of all, I look at my habits, not necessarily the highest part of me, <laughs> but the stuff I do on a regular basis for better or for worse. And then I see 
faith in others. I see, oh, this, look at this person. This person doesn't let habits or doubts get in his or her way. This person has faith no matter what. So sometimes before I can see it myself, I might doubt things about myself, but I can see faith in somebody else. And I can admire that and, and aspire to it. And I think that aspiration of it is what directs me. If I have, if I have, um, if I get off track, the aspiration of faith redirects me and puts me back on a path. And then I look at what I can do. What, what can I do as a person of faith? What can I do within faith? What can I do about faith? What can I do for somebody else who's having some doubts and some uncertainty right now? And once I put my, once I can get to that place, once I can get to the place where I am acting in faith and wanting to be of assistance to someone else, that's when I feel like I've really tapped into it. Even beyond knowing, not knowing, even beyond that, once I start to put it to work on behalf of someone else, that I feel like I've connected with spirit and that faith is, um, is happening. You know, it, faith isn't just something that I hold and trust and have confidence in. Faith has to happen. So, so faith is a verb. So you're faithing. I'm faithing. You're faithing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, in my case, I have to get to the point where I'm faithing to really feel the connection. I might think I have it, but, uh, but I, I think there's something more realistic about it when it becomes a verb. Yeah. I mean, you know, I have, I was, as you're talking about that, I was thinking about the times when you get yourself wound up. I mean, it's hard to think of you ever getting wound up because you always sound so calm when we listen to you on the radio, <laughs> oh, right? <laughs> that's so not the case. <laughs> um, but what I was, so I was flashing on the times when I have so many things coming at me and I, I'm an introvert and it's like, give me one thing at a time, please. <laughs> it's just was you, that when I, I have to pull back and, and, and say, okay, all these things floating around me aren't, aren't, aren't it, you know, and get back into myself and within myself and find out, find my grounding, find my steadfastness. And then I can come, come back out and I can function again. But it is that, and, and that, but that takes me to a place where I trust and I know that I can do this, um, that I am not alone in it that I can move forward and whatever I do next is going to be okay, even if I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. To me, and maybe to me, the biggest part of faith for me is that taking that step into the unknown, um, not having a clue what I'm doing, which is most of the time, <laughs> but mm -hmm, continuing yeah. to put one foot in front of the other for me and, and just waiting to kind of see what's going to happen. And you can actually turn that into an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. A faithing adventure. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the knowing that's the faith. I don't have to know 
I mean, I have to be smart enough not to step off the side of a cliff when I'm putting one foot in front of the other. But but there is that that faith and that knowing that no matter what kind of mud puddle I step in, the step after that is the right one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... Um... So that takes us to the idea that if if we are faithing, then fear is going to be faithing pushes fear back. It doesn't make it go away. I don't I don't want anybody to think that, oh, if you have faith, you'll never be afraid again, because that is not how that works. But right. the faith that carries the the faithing process carries you through the times of being fearful and uncertain. And it also doesn't make, having faith doesn't make you never have any problems because that it's not a magical thing, but it is a way to work and walk through them. It does lighten the load somewhat. It may not eliminate fear, but I, it, it makes me feel that I'm not alone in my fear. It makes me understand that maybe I'm overdoing my fear. You know, it makes me understand that maybe I don't have to panic. Maybe there's fear without panic. I think so. I think it lightens the load for me somewhat. Um, but you're right; it doesn't eliminate it altogether. And fear, fear can be overdone, and it has been by all of us. But fear probably shouldn't be eliminated because that's when you do walk off the side of the cliff. You do have to have something in you that says, I'm, I'm dealing with the divine here, but I'm kind of rational too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and fear, you know, fear, there's a, there's a healthy side to fear. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm really afraid to just walk out in the middle of the freeway. That's a good thing. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But, go ahead. No, I was just the, the walking out in the middle of the freeway. It, there, there's faith, but then there is, um, you know, when you get to that point where your faith might, where you think you might do something stupid and call it faith, it might not work out too well. Well, yeah, the I mean, there's that, a great yeah. example. I mean, trusting God, but I still lock my car. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and so I, I realized that we've talked about something else that could also sound contradictory, <clears throat> is we're saying that faith is not relying on an external um, God or you know some magical being that's going to fix things for us. But we also are talking about co-creating. So like, who are we co-creating with at the same time? And we're saying that we, with faith, we don't ever feel alone. But we're also saying that there's no magical external being. So what's what does that what does that do for you? <laughs> uh, makes me pause and figure out how I'm going to answer your question. That's what it does for me. There there is a magical external being. It just isn't someone in a painting with a beard, and it isn't someone who who sits on a cloud somewhere. It is a it's a, a presence. It's an awareness. It's something that's that's all around me that I feel, but it's more of an energy than a person or a being. 
that's my interpretation. You know, I mean, we all we all have the interpretation that makes us feel at home <laughs> with it, with the concept and the faith in some way. Uh, so that's my interpretation. So when when we say it that way, the answer to your question is that I'm co-creating with uh, with the better part of me. I think my faith, what I believe in as spirit um, is the better part of me, the part that guides me and, and asks me to always reach a little bit higher as a person. And that energy, it's that energy with which I co-create. I like that. That was, that was, <laughs> that was really nice. And I like the idea that, you know, it's the highest part of you or the better part of you, but it's, it's also like, you know, we're walking around with these personalities and these bodies and I keep emphasizing to people that we are souls with bodies. We're not bodies with souls. We're souls, you know, inhabiting bodies. And so that, that presence, that energy, I pers I personally physically experience that. I mean, I, 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 I feel it in my body. I feel it in my mind. I, I, I experience that that energy on many, many levels. And not everybody does. But for me, the idea of co-creating is just just the way I, wa I walk through life. It's like this series, um, I was trying to think up of some interesting topics for the podcast. 12 Powers of the Soul came popped into my head. I sat down and I played with the with the different words that I wanted to use because there is a traditional 12 powers of man and I wasn't going to go down that. So I modernized it, just made it more, I don't know, relevant. And by the time I got through it, when I really sat down to do it, it took me about 45 minutes to put the entire thing together and contact you. It was and, quick because you knew the knowing was there. Mm -hmm. and, you had and, to sweep and some I dust had off of it to find it, but you knew. And I had, I had, I, I guess you would say I had absolute faith that it would work and it would come together because there was never a question in my mind. I put it together. I threw it out to you to see if you wanted to do any of them. And of course, bless your heart, you want to do all of them. But it was, it, that was very much just an act of faith stepping out and putting it out there and saying, it just was really clear, this was coming through me, this was something to be done, and here we are. Which well, I want to do all of them because I think all of the topics, even though our audience hasn't heard the whole list of topics yet, they're so powerful, they're so yeah. soul-relatable, and they're so spirit-driven that I know I'm going to grow from these conversations, and so that's what I want to do. But I also want to offer an addendum to what I talked about as co-creation when I said that uh, that my interpretation is that spirit is the higher part of myself. I don't, that does not negate anyone or everyone who sees God on a cloud or who thinks that that gray beard or Allah or a Yahweh, you know, all of those exist and all of them are correct and all of them are real because we all are different and we all have to go with whatever connection to that we can understand and we can believe in and we can have faith in. So I just offered my interpretation, but I absolutely stand with 
everybody's interpretation of what spirit, who spirit is, and how that best in ourselves can come out. And I think that's one of the most important things that in New Thought that we teach is that you, you, it all has to work with who you are. Yeah. You know, and it has to be my teaching changed about 10 years ago or so when I finally realized that unless I unless you can relate to what I'm saying, it's no good to you. And yeah. so I really started changing the way I presented things because it's like, OK, so what does this mean to you? How do you how can you work with this? Um, you know, it, what what does this word do? Does this word work better for you? Like we've talked about all of these different words. And that's the most important thing. I just saw something in a, a group I'm in on, on Facebook, and the, there's a, it, it, it's a school, and there's a, a metaphysical teacher, and they're reading his work. And he says, he talks, I don't know, he talked about something that somebody disagreed with. And so there was this conversation, and there was, and it was a little thing, but it was like I don't know if I can stay with this, this teaching, and da 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 da. And they were going through this, and and people had said, you know, they were putting all their opinions, and I don't respond to those very often, but I just said we always need to remember that a teacher never give up your own thinking for a teacher. Yeah, you know, your faith, your your belief system, your, on some level, we know who we are and what we need in our lives. Yeah. And maybe that's the basic faith that we have in our lives is I know what I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And so um, I, I, I love that, that you reminded us that everybody is doing exactly what they need to do in the moment and trusting that having yeah. faith in that yeah yeah there's no need to even if i disagree with it there's never any reason for me to criticize it because it's theirs it's it's their best way of being yeah and and that's all any of us can do is act and and move out of our best way of being at any one moment and sometimes our best way of being is better than other times our best way of being <laughs> but that brings us back to faith yeah you know the the faith that i have in some energy that i've defined as the best part of myself for lack of any other way of saying it that faith that i have in that is is what helps me to understand all of the other interpretations too. If I didn't have the faith that we're all headed in the right direction, even if we believe in different versions of the divine, then that would not be faith. I mean, that's what pushes me forward is knowing that we have some common ground with each other in that. And that we're all trying to do the best that we can. And that's that community is part of faith as I see it. I agree. And I honestly can't think of anything else that we, I mean, we, you know, we could get into a whole conversation about blind faith, but as it was a great I've been band, it was a wonderful band, blind faith. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's, what's interesting is as we've gone through this, the blind faith has kind of been popping into my head. And I just realized that honestly, for me, 
I guess you would say that my faith is blind faith, because if I am just in a place where it's like, okay, I don't know what's going to happen next, I'm just going to step, step out into it, I guess maybe maybe blind faith is redundant. It is, isn't it? To a certain extent, it really is. I think sometimes the use of the term blind faith goes with us looking at someone and saying, well, I don't know why she's following that. She must have blind faith. It's that that uh, judgment of one person's faith next to another's. But I, I agree with you. I think blind faith is redundant. It really is us trusting mm-hmm. and and always looking, always being aware of what we can be and who we already are. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And um, I just love that we've come up with a new verb. I, you know, faithing? I, faithing. <laughs> faithing. <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Donna, I really appreciate your being with me today. And thank you for taking on this, this 12 week. Um, it's not a challenge. It's a, a commitment. And it's an opportunity to look at ourselves. Yes. Yeah. And and to be really consistent with this for, for 12 solid weeks. So I will see you next week. And thank you so much for being with me today. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Deborah. Thank you for listening today. Discovering Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center. If you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to support us, you can go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And now, until we meet again, deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, deep peace of the son and daughter of peace to you, And may the joys of the world go with you.